I think people have fallen in the trap where they hold the person that they're in a relationship with to an unrealistic standard and they think that their significant other should be doing everything that the boyfriends on the internet are doing. And that's just not it. Hey, we're Liv and Shelby, and we're two Midwest 20-somethings fascinated with all things personal growth, healing, and evolving into the best version of yourself possible. Over the last four years, we've gone from lost, sad, and broke to secure, confident, abundant, and full of purpose. Now we're inviting you along our journey, too. We teach you everything we've learned thus far and the secrets to building a life you truly love. Think it's all rainbows and butterflies? Think again. Friendships, social media, relationships, and navigating a self-growth journey are all topics we dive into. Think of this as a 2 a.m. conversation with your best friend, mixed with the hard truths and obstacles needed to level up. So grab your favorite emotional support drink, make sure you're comfy, and get ready to challenge your limiting beliefs that you didn't even know you had. This is Evolve or Repeat. Figuring out how to start these episodes will be the death of me. It will be the death of me because I just, we sit here and I'm like, okay, great. It only took us 30 minutes to figure it out, but well, it shall be to figure it out. I'm clueless when it comes to technology. If anybody listening to this has a podcast and records their audio using GarageBand, you know the struggle, okay? But we're working with what we got at this point. Um, also, this these chairs make me want to fall asleep. I know we're back in the movie theater room. It's a vibe in my apartment building. We're sprawled out because I figured out how to <laughs> actually open the chairs and recline them. It's a vibe, but it's love month. We're here to talk about love. <laughs> I will say, up until like a year or two ago, you and I were not experts on this topic. God no. <laughs> We were like at far all. from that. I think we were a little delusional. Delulu. Very delusional. Um, going for the people that were not meant for us and toxicity and negativity. And we were just not attracting the right people into our lives because we all we weren't focused on healing our inner self. I think we were like searching for pieces that were missing of us and other people. Oh, whoa. Oh, we're starting off like that. like that. We're starting off like that. <laughs> but that's real. I think before we met, like our significant others that we have right now, we were constantly, I mean, I, I guess I can only speak for myself, but I was constantly on the, I don't want to use the word prowl, but for like lack of a better <laughs> term, like searching high and low left and right for Mm -hmm. a significant other and a partner and anytime I would get rejected or it wouldn't work out in my favor I would attach myself to the outcome of that and make it like make or like make it mean something about who I was as a person yeah you you know like blame it on yourself right like Like if I went on a date and I thought it went great but the other person was just like not vibing I was like oh well okay he thinks he's better than me he fucking hates my guts you know (laughs) when that's not how dating goes like at all (laughs) he fucking hates me yeah he oh well okay cool he He said he's not feeling me oh I'm fucking a horrible I'm ugly I'm I'm literally the ugliest human literally rancid but that was actually going on in my brain and it was so sad like that poor that poor girl she had so many things to learn about we were looking for validation in men 100% yeah which is not the way to go and then we tried to find well we didn't try to find them nice men came to us and then they were right in front of us and we still were delusional yeah and weren't wanting to accept 
the nice men at first. Right. But then now here we are with the nice men. Here we are. <laughs> um, being single in your 20s and like learning to navigate your future and as like you move through the years and you, you, you start to like compare yourself to other people that are getting in to relationships and you think that you're like on a timeline or like you're behind and I think that's where my mindset was as I was seeing all of these other people get into relationships and I knew that I was a good person and I knew that I had a lot to offer somebody I wanted I just wanted somebody to see that so bad that I was like low-key desperate and it was like so sad to watch and it was so sad like looking back on who I was and the way that I would operate and like I would like sit by my phone and look like wait for a text back from a, a dude that literally gave zero shits about me. And I was like on this guy for like six months and everybody was like, Shelby, what are you doing? It's yeah, like, it was it was bad. It was so bad. <laughs> it, it was, was so bad. ugly. It was so ugly of me, like the behavior. It's not a look. But I think that when you are struggling with your own self-worth, you look to outside factors and outside mm-hmm. things as as validation and that is like one of your number one signs that you need to like actually turn back inwards and work on those areas of yourself because at the end of the day like relationships are you should be whole on your own in your relationship you shouldn't look to your relationship to be filling that void and I think that's where I went wrong with dating and love and and guys and everything for honestly like since the dawn of time which is so sad yeah when it comes to the things that I did wrong (laughs) i did quite a few things wrong i was going for just like toxicity and the chase and then i would get let down somehow even though i knew i was going for the chase and like i knew i was gonna get let down it was just making me feel very empty and i was that person who wanted the validation through men like their i needed their attention and like literally in the most toxic way like i wouldn't it was just not, it was in a vibe. So I kept attracting these men that were just feeding me toxicity and like a chase that I, that's not what I wanted in the first place. But I kept telling myself, oh, well, I'm good on my own. I like being by my own. I like to just be casual, whatever. But that wasn't the truth deep down. I wanted somebody to care for me and love me the way that I wanted to be loved. It was a constant chase. Like, And I feel like a lot of women have been in that place where it's like, oh, I'm a woman. I can be by myself. Like I can, you know, do whatever I want. And that just is not fulfilling like at all. Because in that moment too, I wasn't focusing on myself. Like I was just focusing on validation in men. And that's not a look. I think both of us, we had to get clear on a lot of our own personal values and what we were personally looking for in a relationship. Because I think when you're like in high school and then you move into college and then even like a little bit post-grad, you're surrounded by the rhetoric of girls bashing guys and being like, oh, guys aren't shit. Like, fuck all men, you know, and everybody's like on social media, like, like bashing men and yeah, there are a lot of shitty men out there, that but there me. are also a lot of shitty girls out there. Yeah. Like, they're just, there's shitty people out there in the world, and then there's, like, good people out there in the world. It's not assigned to one gender or one specific group of people. And when you catch yourself, like, falling into the trap of, like, oh, like, fuck, man, like, fuck this, like, da-da-da-da, you're going to attract the guys that are only going to, like, reaffirm to you yeah. that you you hate men. No, literally. And that was me. Like, I was that person to be, like, 
fuck men. Like all they do is treat me like shit, like whatever. But I was also treating myself like shit and not being the best person either. So it's like it goes both ways and you need to self-reflect and have that conversation with yourself because that was literally me. Like everything you just said, that was me on social media. Like fuck men, like telling everybody like there's no good men out there, but there is, there are good men out there. You are just not attracting that energy. Well, and of course you're going to have that attitude of fuck all men. Like if you're not preserving your energy and you're not protecting your values and you're not making sure that the people that you're interacting with in a romantic sexual love way Mm -hmm. are treating you well, you know, like if you are not preserving your energy and you're not doing the due diligence to like take care of yourself, like of course you're going to enter into relationships that aren't going to serve you and you're going to align yourself with people that don't necessarily align with your values. And then when shit goes down, you're like, Oh, like fuck that guy. But it's also like on the responsibility of, you personally to make sure that you're good and make sure that you know yourself well enough and oh my god this comes back to what i always say (laughs) (laughs) i am so like passionate about developing a relationship with yourself and if you don't know what makes you tick in a relationship and you don't know what you're looking for in another person which is different than trying to just like fill a void right like you can look to other people to have specific traits and things that you admire in a relationship. And you, you are allowed to have a wish list of traits and things that you want in another partner, because if you don't have that and you just date anyone and and everybody, you're going to clash 100%, especially if you do have differing beliefs and views and perspectives on the world. Does that make sense? No, that makes complete sense. I think that's where you and I went wrong a lot, especially myself in college. I started hanging around with a bunch of their brains were not fully developed um (laughs) hockey players may have had one or more concussions in their (laughs) lifetime um each one of them did not give two shits about the fact that i was existing on this planet they just wanted to get their dick wet and i (laughs) me with me with football i I tried to find love in the club bro i did love at the hockey love in this club (laughs) did not work no but i also did not know myself and i didn't know what i truly wanted or valued in a relationship and i was chasing the wrong things which is why i was finding the wrong things i think that once you really come to terms with what you need from a partner and what your love language is and looking for somebody that's willing to grow with you. And not to say that you necessarily need somebody that's like balls to the wall about personal growth and and self-development and all those things. Mm -hmm. But if that's your prerogative, then that is something that you need. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah, for sure. But like you said, you have to be able to grow with this person. Like when you meet a person, they're not going to be a hundred percent perfect for you. No. And that's something we both had to kind of come to terms with too. And we're not going to be a hundred percent perfect either. You aren't either. So making sure that you're willing to grow with this human, you still have like similar values and you know, all of those things, obviously, but coming to reality and knowing that, this person is not going to be perfect. You have to grow with them. You have to communicate with them and you have to build a relationship. It's all about building a foundation and communicating with one another. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I think we had a huge epiphany with that because we were just expecting so much out of our partner like right away off the bat. And it's like this person just met us. Like we're still trying to figure each other out. So you need to have the patience and willingness to grow with them. 
And that that's where that rhetoric of like the the fuck men like I should be doing this for you like if your guy isn't doing this he sucks like I those videos on the internet absolutely drive me insane. Yeah. You can post a TikTok about something that your boyfriend did for you and be grateful and show that there are exciting men out there that will do these things as a way to like inspire other women to have better standards and to go find men that are like whatever it is that they're looking for but i think people have fallen in the trap where they hold the person that they're in a relationship with to an unrealistic standard mm -hmm. and they think that their significant other should be doing everything that the boyfriends on the internet are doing yeah and that's just not it's not reality it. like that's just not the way that things are and again yeah. like going back to what we were saying last week humans aren't meant to have that intimate of a look at other people's lives you know mm -hmm. would a like vacation to D dubai and like <laughs> louis vuitton bags and like would all that stuff gas me up like absolutely oh, yeah but if <laughs> yeah. my significant other right now can only afford flowers i'm not gonna call him a shitty person because no. he can't afford a trip to dubai for me no i'm not gonna make him feel less than a human because he can't shower me with designer bags and that's just part of the growth journey and part of accepting and knowing where you are at in your life and not having like unrealistic standards yeah you can have standards and you can want your significant other to treat you in a way that fulfills you and that mm -hmm. lifts you up but not holding them to such an unrealistic standard where you aren't able to recognize all of the amazing things that they do do for you exactly like being able to recognize the things that they can do for you right now is huge and even if they are smaller things like that they're still putting in thought yeah that was good that was, i was like <laughs> wait a second let me just go off for a sec <laughs> literally um. We wanted this episode to be around navigating like dating in your 20s, especially when we're coming up on Valentine's Day and Love Month. Everybody that's not in relationships like feels some type of way and tries to like post on, I guess I shouldn't say everybody, but some people posting on social media, oh, I don't need a man, like Valentine's Day is for the girls. And I like, was literally just going to talk about this. You read my fucking mind. Go off. You literally read my mind. <laughs> like, it, you can be happy for people that are in relationships around this time, and and still also want to be working on yourself at the same time. The women out there, the men out there, need to romanticize Valentine's Day, even if they are single. Like, Period. make it a thing. Like, you're celebrating your relationship with yourself, and that's not cheesy. That's not tacky. Like, your relationship with yourself is the most important. Like, I know for me. Valentine's Day is on a Wednesday, right? That's my day off. I'm going to make it a whole fucking day for myself still. Even though I'm still in a relationship, we're obviously going to have some time together. But I want to make that day for me because my relationship with myself will always come first no matter what. Did you ever get a like insane Valentine? Nope. Like a letter or like a gift? Nope. <laughs> you go, nope. Nope. I, nope. <laughs> And um, maybe, again, that goes back to having the bottom of the barrel self-worth and going after men or surrounding myself with men that just would not do that. Well, even when you were younger, like, do you remember receiving like a note from like a guy you had a crush on like in fucking elementary school or middle school? Um, Me and my eighth grade boyfriend at the time would pass notes in the hallway, but I don't think it, that, yeah, that wasn't specific <laughs> to Valentine's Day. Yeah. He also ended up breaking up with me on a trip to D.C. in New York in eighth grade and then started dating another girl on the way back home. Love forced it. me to sit by myself. Yeah. <laughs> so that love, was awesome love. for me. 
Yeah. Shelby's learned a lot of lessons on her <laughs> yeah. dating train. Let me just say that. Same. <laughs> what did we change like within ourselves to like attract the men that we have right now? Oh, that's such a good question. Yeah. I actually, I have a very specific story and like time that I can think back to Spill. when all of this happened because I, I went on a date with this guy. I drove like two and a half hours to a different city to meet up with this guy because he had been asking me to go out on dates and like all these things. And finally I was like, you know what? Fine. Like I'll, I'll, I'll come and like, you can take me out to dinner. Like we went out to a very nice dinner and like, it was actually a really nice date. We went for drinks after like whatever. And then a week had gone by. This is the guy that I left my sweatshirt at. I already knew who you were talking about. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, I thought the date went so well and I was like gassed up about it, but I hadn't like really heard from him or anything of the sorts. And then I, I started having these like, again, like what's wrong with me? Why doesn't this guy want me? All these things back and forth. And then I had a call with my therapist, like a meeting and I was telling her about this and like the way that I was experiencing and the thing that she told me literally changed my life. And I actually think I had like a whole switch in my mentality and my personality. You totally did. Oh my God. My self-worth completely shifted, especially when it came to dating. And she goes, Shelby, what if guys aren't ready for you? I was like, wait, what do you mean? Such That's so good. So good. And she goes, well, you have been working on yourself. You're so like passionate, motivated, driven, like they're just not ready for that level of commitment. No, so they're going to remove themselves. Right. So they're going to remove themselves from the situation. It's like this person's just not ready for you and for the type of commitment that you're looking for. So rather than just telling you that and, and having that conversation and saying, hey, like you're a great person. I'm just not ready for the level of commitment that you're looking for. Great. Thank you so much for respecting me and my time and like telling mm-hmm. me that. But there are so many people out there that are just so used to ghosting that I was assigning the ghosting and everything that was going on and the lack of attention and the lack of effort to having to do something with me when in reality it very very much could have had the possibility of they just weren't ready for the level of commitment I was looking for for sure I think it was a mix of them not looking them not being ready for the commitment and also you not knowing fully your self-worth period it was just a whole clusterfuck of things going on (laughs) But that did, when you even said that to me, I was like, wow, that makes so much sense. Like for anybody struggling, trying to date and whatever, like that was such a good statement made by your therapist. Oh, she completely changed my whole perspective on that. And then I kid you not, two months later, Tyler and I I, like actually started talking, which was insane. Like it was, it's so funny because we both, when we met our people, like we're not going to date them. (laughs) We're Mm -hmm. not going to date them. That's babe, actually love so you, babe, true. But we both were like that. Yeah. We were like, nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. And it, again, it goes back to like, we still needed to get clear on what it is that we were looking for in a relationship. And honestly, I think that not only would you do a disservice to yourself if you enter into a relationship without fully knowing yourself and what it is that you're actually looking for, but you would be doing a disservice to the other person. 
Oh, for sure. 100%. It would blow up in your face. If you're trying to enter into a relationship for the right reasons, you need not only for yourself, but also for that significant other. If you do want to have a healthy relationship, like you owe it to them to make sure that you are a healthy communicator, that you know, like your own personal values and that you're aligning yourself with this person, not just because you want that dick or not just because you want people to take you out on dates or not just because you want somebody to do nice things for you but you need to be also willing to like make sacrifices and be willing to go out of your way for this other person oh my god and if you're entering in a relationship just because you want somebody to be like your personal butler or or servant then you probably should be in a fucking relationship (laughs) okay i need to talk about that because that was literally me i was so used to being on my own and like independent i was like a dude in a, like when i would i in a relationship we in a i was in energy yes. so hard i was in my masculine so bad so bad where i was literally delusional and i did not want to go out of my way for this i mean for my boyfriend currently in the beginning i was like just kind of still minding my own business not really like it wasn't 50 50 i feel like in the beginning i wasn't a great communicator where he was he would talk more about his feelings he was like very in touch and i clearly was not (laughs) and he even like would make comments to me he's like god i can never read you like you never tell me how you feel like you're so hard to read and it's literally because my masculine i was so in touch with my masculine it was horrible i wasn't in getting in touch with my feminine feminine side you were probably trying to like protect your feminine energy by being so masculine no exactly because that's what i did my whole four years before i met my boyfriend i was always trying to protect my feminine because i was constantly getting hurt by men wow wow (laughs) epiphany (laughs) that's crazy though but you do have to make that's the thing like it's not always going to be 50 50 but you need to be 50 50 in your values you need to be able to make sacrifices for your person you are with another human being and you're committing to another person so that person is a part of your life and you didn't make them a part of your life and when you're looking for a partner too, like obviously it's not build a bitch. Like it's no. not like you can't just like pick and choose like all of the values and and traits and perspectives and beliefs that you want your significant other to have. But going back to what I said earlier, like you are allowed to have a wish list. You are allowed to have non-negotiables because if you know yourself well enough and what you need in a relationship, you, you need to like advocate for yourself. And if you're not getting like a certain need met, you need to be able to like communicate that in a healthy way. But it's also okay to have like differing values and differing beliefs on other topics and and things like you don't always need to see eye eye to eye on everything but if you don't see eye to eye on everything you need to also be able to talk about those things in a healthy respectful way where you need to like be able to sit down and, and talk about like why you viewed something in a specific way and he needs to be able to also talk to you and say okay i hear you i understand your perspective and and how you saw something here's how i saw it and kind of navigate the conversation in that way where you don't look at that other person and say like oh because he doesn't think the way that i do or because he doesn't have the same value or the same belief that i do like he's less than than me. You know, like people are allowed to have different perspectives and beliefs and values so long as you can be respectful of those. I feel like we had to have a self-reflection moment. Like we I feel like we were also did were we in coaching with Nella before or was that during? I think you lifted I think I coaching did it before. twice. I think around this time was when you did coaching with Nella. Yes. 
I kind of just had to have like a wake up call moment and I would talk with my life coach about it, the whole masculine and femininity thing, because I was way too far into my masculine that I couldn't even, it was so hard for me to let go of that and open my mind to my feminine side where I can let somebody in that's going to treat me the way that I needed to be treated. And then ever since just having that reflection moment, I was like, okay, it's obviously a journey, like learning and growing as you're in a relationship with this person. But I definitely, something clicked in my head where my self-worth just was like, okay, this, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I know what what I'm saying. Yeah, It's hard to like articulate this stuff because there's so much that goes into it. And like we were talking about in the last episode, it is a full-time job, you know, like please, 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 please do not get into a relationship with another human being unless like you are actually able to make the commitment to yourself and to one another to build that relationship. Because if you're not even ready to like, pour in a lot of effort and time into navigating all of this stuff and figuring out this stuff, then you just like simply aren't ready for a relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that like there's anything wrong with you. Like I I always tell people that like are freshly out of college or just like whatever and looking left and right and being like, I'm single. Like great. I absolutely love Mm -hmm. that for you. Like your single era is the time for you to be selfish. It's the time for you Mm -hmm. to figure out yourself, to figure out all the things that we've been talking about before you enter into a relationship. Because once you do that, you give up a a sense of, I don't want to say like freedom, but you're inviting another human being into the mix where you not only are you learning to like take care of yourself, but like also helping them through their own journey and learning how to build that foundation. Should we go into the questions? Yeah. Let me ask you the first one. Okay. You can choose. They're just all on there. Ooh, oh god these are good <laughs> i mean for anybody that doesn't know love languages there's five of them i actually think there's six people are starting to talk about there being like oh, a sixth love language what's the six um feeling seen and heard oh which that <laughs> i'm gonna raise my hand and say throw all five out of the window <laughs> number six is my love that language. is yours for sure for <laughs> effing sure but what is your love language i would say <clears throat> Acts of service is a big one. And then physical touch. I've become a physical touch gal. You have? I really have. Really? Yeah. I don't know what it is, but the second he puts his fucking hand on my thigh, I'm like, he loves me. I love that for you. <laughs> you know? I love that for you. Yeah. I am such a squirmy bitch. Like, I think people, like, I, I always tell Tyler, like, you cannot put, like, your dead weight arm on me, like, when we're laying in bed. Like, just the fact that your arm is on me is annoying the shit out of me. I'm a but, squirmy bitch. Yeah, everybody has different different love languages. Oh, no, yeah, for sure. And I used to not be physical touch. I was like, mm, don't That's touch why I'm so me. shocked. Like, no, but I love that no PDA, but Alex has softened me up. My love language? Yeah, what's what yours? I mean, you said that one. See, feeling the need to be seen and feeling heard. Feeling seen and heard. Yeah. When somebody like really takes the time to get to know me and like understand me, I am just like so deeply attracted to to people that like give a shit about other humans, you know? Yes. So if you're somebody that like t- takes time to like ask me questions about myself and like really get to know me as a person, that is like huge for me. But also what do we have? We have physical touch that's out the window. Acts of um, service. Acts of service for me is actually really big. I think I used to I used to resonate more with being a words of affirmation girly, but now it's not so much for me of like I want to hear it out of your mouth. Like I want to see you do it. 
You know, like mm-hmm. you can tell me until you're blue in the face that you are going to do X, Y, and Z and that you love me and the, this, that, or whatever. But if those words don't hold any weight and like the actions don't match the words, like for me, I've transitioned more into being like an acts of service person, like somebody that acts on their love that they're sharing that's like coming out of their mouth. Like, I love mm-hmm. you, but this is how I'm going to show you that I love you. Yeah, for you sure. Know? All right. What's the next question? Um, this is actually a really, really good one. I'm interested to know your thoughts on this. Do you Ooh. think people were made for each other? Oh, that's so hard. That's so hard because I believe that we all have multiple soulmates. I'm not going to lie. There's so many people in this damn world. Like, But I do think to a certain extent, people are made for each other in a certain way. Yeah. Like if you are, I don't know if the intimacy is there, if you feel like you're best friends at the same time, like, and you just have that passion, like, I feel like you're made for each other because you don't get that with everybody. No. You know what I mean? Like when you just click, like, you know, you can't, you don't just click with everybody. How did they come into your life? Like a unique set of experiences and a unique chain of events had to happen for like you to meet Alex, for example. Yeah. And we only lived 15 minutes away from each other our whole lives. And we met literally two and a half years ago. Like he would drive past my house every single day in the summer to go to work. And I didn't know who he was. That's crazy. Like when you Isn't actually think nuts? about that. Yeah. So the universe brought our asses together. Took exactly. Them, took that, them long enough. But <laughs> the universe, we're both firm believers that like things happen for a reason and that mm-hmm. there's higher powers working in our advantage. The people that you meet in your life at those specific times, like I truly believe like are for a reason at that time. So it's like a yes and a no for me yeah like definitely yes like you have like multiple soulmates and people that you are meant to meet on your life that shape who you are as a person but at the same time you also do have autonomy over your choices like you can Mm. choose to leave a relationship you can choose to go on dates with people like you have choices over like the people that you allow into your life but simultaneously i also think that the universe is like putting those people in your life and you're on like the journey that you're on for a reason 100 percent. do you think you and alex were made for each other or like how do you guys help navigate the differences that you have in your relationship and like how do you come together like oh god that's such a deep question (laughs) it's very deep (laughs) shit i wasn't ready for that um i do feel like we were made for each other honestly we balance each other out very well like i feel like alex has a side of him that is very outgoing he enjoys being around people he's super personable like approachable and i have that side too but then we also have a side where we can be chill at home like not doing anything at the same time like we're very very similar but in a way we balance each other out at the end of the day i do feel like we were meant for each other we're very similar we have a lot of the same values but we also have different values too And we've talked about that, but we see eye to eye, like we're very open and we're not judgmental towards one another's Mm. differences. That's huge. Yeah. That's actually so big. And Mm -hmm. it's, it can be very hard if you're not like conscious of it, like subconsciously, you can find yourself like judging your partner if you're not careful and like taking out different things on them and like different triggers and, and kind of like exploding onto your partner if you aren't able to like hold space for the fact that they are entitled to their own beliefs, opinions, experiences. Like they're just a different human than you are. So rather than like judging the way that they see something, it's like talking about that in a healthy way and and working through that. Mm -hmm. I will say too, Alex is a lot more adventurous than I am. Like he's very like, I feel like he's very similar to you. Like you're just down to just do whatever. Mm. Very adventurous. Like, oh, you think of something, let's go do it. And I'm not like that as much. Mm. So he kind of brings that side out of me. 
Do you have something like that, that where like you guys bring each other, bring something out of each other? Tyler and I, and it's so funny because Tyler and I are actually very similar in that way where we're down to pretty much like go do anything on like a random night. Like we'll have people over, yeah. like it doesn't really matter. Like we're always down to be spontaneous. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Spontaneous. Yeah, spontaneous. And I'm like, so in my routine, I'm like, no, I need to go to bed. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I just want like, to be I need on the to couch. Go at this time. I need to go to bed <laughs> yeah. this time. Yeah. Um, I'm a lot more in tune with my emotions and like, obviously because i've been on like a self-growth journey for like multiple years and like really like this stuff just like lights me up on fire Mm -hmm. so of course like i'm going to be more passionate about having in-depth conversations and holding the space for him to make it okay for him to express emotions because i think overarching in society a lot of men have been told that they need to perform. They need to provide like they're not allowed Mm -hmm. to cry. They're not allowed to feel sad, all of these things. And I think that this is his first like serious relationship. And up until this point, like just doing the college stuff, like hanging out with people, not really looking for like deep, meaningful connections with other human beings. I think this is the first time he's ever been in a relationship with somebody that's like a deep meaningful connection Mm -hmm. and i've really tried to hold that space for him and to encourage him that it's okay to like feel adverse negative emotions and not only is it okay to feel those but it's okay to like express those to me because if i don't necessarily know that you feel sad about something or that you're feeling depressed or upset about like a certain situation then like how how am I able to show up for you in the capacity that you need me to show up for you in? That's so real. We've had to, we'd have, oh my God, I can't fucking talk. We've had to have conversations like that too, because I am also more in tune with my emotions. I feel like women normally are naturally most of the time. So it's a lot harder for men and you have to have that conversation with your partner. Like I feel like any person should have that conversation with their partner about feeling your emotions, how to deal with them and like coming to your partner to express your emotions that you're feeling. Holding space for for one another and like you said, making it safe. Like you want to feel safe in your boyfriend's arms, but you also want simultaneously like your boyfriend to feel safe with you emotionally. Yeah, you know, like It's another level of, of safeness where this person that has been taught to like shut down on their emotions and not express them and not feel them helping him to like not only feel those but then like navigating like expressing those Mm -hmm. now that you say that too now (laughs) having a brain fart (laughs) no what was i gonna say oh you're talking about being safe like feeling safe that was how i knew alex was the one because i feel safe with him and i wouldn't want another thing too is i don't want to have kids with anybody else like he is the person i want to raise a family with that's how i knew i'm like okay i want to raise kids with this man i feel safe with this man that's how i know that we're made for each other you'll have moments like that in a relationship where you just like no you'll have those moments where you're like wait but like this person (laughs) went about this differently than Mm -hmm. than somebody else did this has been such a good conversation it's been really good i want to do one more question though yeah were you gonna say something yeah i was gonna say too like 
obviously Liv and I are talking about heterosexual relationships. Like yes. also want to throw that out there too. Like there are obviously lots of different types of relationships out there, but this For is sure. just our personal experience. Like we're two heterosexual women that are attracted to men. And like, I, I can really only speak for like what that looks like as far as like a girl and a guy like in a relationship too. But yeah. like if you've resonated like anything that we've said and like you don't identify as being like in a heterosexual relationship, like there are still key takeaways and things that you can take from like this conversation that you can sure. apply to like whatever situation. Yes. Thanks for clarifying that, Shelby. Um, I like this one. What's the most attractive thing someone can do for you in your opinion? Like something to really just get you going. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be like sexually either. Like Ooh. what's something that I, someone could do to really just I know myself well to enough them? to know that I value human connection and having deep meaningful conversations with people like I just I know that about myself that if the person that I'm in a relationship with will sit and talk with me and we'll talk about like any topic under the sun and just share our perspectives and our beliefs and things like that if somebody's like willing to have that conversation with me and open up and like demonstrate those things to me like that is like one of the most attractive things somebody can do for me i know i already said that but like (laughs) i i feel so much more attracted to uh, the person i'm in a relationship with after we get done having like an hour and a half two hour long conversation about just like life and how we want to navigate it no i'm the same way though i'm literally if we if you can like look into my eyes have a deep conversation with me and we can really open up to one another that is the most attractive thing that you can do and also like how do i say this having men embracing their like masculine energy but like like their soft masculine oh i know i know i know exactly what you mean by that statement i know exactly what you mean yes the soft masculine when that comes out oh fuck (laughs) you can be in your masculine but not have this like aggravated energy about you like you can be in your masculine but still be like like suave like soft and gentle but still take charge in a way like take care of your woman yeah in a soft way and in like a you know i'm a man way at the same time yeah that, that, <laughs> that, is, that is a great answer isn't that a good that one that is a great answer because facts <laughs> facts it's so real like holding the space for that and allowing her to express her femininity where she feels safe to let those things come out of her for her to be like a soft like gentle woman you also yes. need to be soft and gentle with her because if you're hostile and you're aggravated and like all of those things like and you're you have that like intense like masculine mm-hmm some could even call it like toxic masculine energy that that side of her is not going to come out you know no it's having like that right type of masculine energy behind it where you're also holding space for like the feminine side of her to come out i saw this video and it it said masculine energy like your masculine is earned and then your femininity is earned (gasps) oh I saw that. You saw that? Yes. Like they, talking, it was like a, a, a husband and a wife. Yes. yes. Yeah, with their kids. Yes. And he's like, yeah, her femininity is earned, but it's because mine is also whatever. I don't remember the exact I terms. think he said like masculinity has to be earned so femininity can be pr- protected. Yes. That's what it was. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Which is so real. Yeah. I think the, the overarching message of this is like when you're navigating like dating and relationships and love and like all this stuff 
it, it really does start with yourself and, and making sure that you have a grip on what you want and how you want your other significant other to show up in a relationship. Because if you have, <laughs> God damn it, mom, <laughs> all the distractions. Thanks. Here. My mom just texted me. Um, <laughs> hey mom. Anyways, <laughs> if you have that grip and a, and a hold on yourself and you can actually go into dating with like sort of a mental checklist to, mm-hmm. you know, where you don't just like fall in love with the idea of somebody, but you can actually like interview them in a way, like ask mm-hmm. some questions about their family, ask some questions about how they were raised, like the upbringing, all these different things. And if like what they're exposing to you about who they are as a person and their beliefs, like match what it is, then what you're looking for, then that really is exactly what, dating is yeah but i will say you won't be able to have a solid foundation with a partner if you don't have a solid foundation with yourself period 100 percent. and that's like you said earlier it's a disservice to your partner if you're not putting energy and you know pouring into your cup because that is what's going to allow you to have a healthy relationship because you'll have a healthy one with yourself Absolutely. it all comes down to yourself I see so many people who just don't pour the energy that they need into themselves and then it just like backfires in their relationship that they have with their partner and that's just not, that you can't do that. It's not going to be healthy. It's going to be toxic and it's just not going to be worth it at the end of the day. We should do a whole episode on like energy and giving energy and effort to things please and the importance I could go off oh my god like, especially after reading this book literally oh my god yeah yeah the signs book protecting your energy and like only giving energy to things that like serve you mm-hmm. that would actually be a really good episode that would be a really good one but if you're somebody that is single this love month and you are like struggling with like your own dating life like you feel like you're not having success really urge you to spend time with yourself and it's like so uncomfortable to have these conversations with yourself and you're gonna probably cry and you're gonna have Mm -hmm. breakthroughs and you're it's gonna be like a very emotional like roller coaster of a journey but if you don't allow yourself to like feel those emotions and really get to the bottom of what it is that you're looking for in a partner and in a significant other, like you truly will not find it unless you find yourself first. Period. You fu- end it there, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all. <laughs> that's we, good. We had an episode actually we did last year around this time on like self-love. So definitely encourage everybody to go back and listen to that episode. Yeah. That feels like forever ago. I know. I'm probably honestly going to go back and listen to it. Yeah. Well, and we want your guys' feedback too. On our Instagram, we have been putting on our story like topics that you guys want to hear. If you guys have any questions, you can always DM us too because we would love to answer your juicy questions or talk about certain topics that you guys have in mind for us. So we want your feedback. If you don't want anything on the podcast and you just want to talk to us, like DM us. Oh, yeah. I always DM everybody back. Yeah, seriously. Like people be we asking me some deep shit in the in the DMs, and I'm back. like, I'm right there in the trenches with them. Oh, I'm like I got sure. you, girl. Like, what's going on? Sending voice messages, like back and <laughs> literally. <laughs> we're always here, baby. We're always here. I was gonna say too, we're really trying to get our significant others on this podcast. Oh, that we want to see treat. if we can do it because I think it'd be cool to see a guy's perspective. Yeah, but. They are both very ADHD and they're going to be talking over each other. It's just going to be old. They're going to be talking about sports. (laughs) Yeah. That's why I think we started to move away from like 
really writing out all the topics and things we wanted to touch on in each episode because yeah. we wanted to, this to be more of like an organic conversation. Yes. But the perspectives and, and beliefs and everything that we talk about on this podcast, like just matter of fact, like our live and eyes, like beliefs and perspectives and things. So like if both an, if both of us are searching for a heterosexual relationship and that's what we're looking for, obviously that's what we're going to talk on yeah. the majority of the time. So just hope everybody has that awareness there <laughs> yeah. well thanks for tuning in guys yes. we hope you have a happy love month whether you're celebrating yourself or a relationship with another significant other um romanticize a baby yeah romanticize love month feel the love yeah wait what was my quote last night this is perfect to end it that Your i posted quote? at my story oh <gasps> yes yes this is how we're gonna end it <laughs> yes okay before we end it though um Liv's instagram is at liveworth mine is at the dot chubby and then our podcast instagram is at evolve or repeat dot the podcast Woohoo! all right okay ready give it to write me write this down baby everybody write this down i have decided to stick to love hate is too great a burden to bear Martin Luther King Jr., baby. And that's a wrap. And scene. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye.